prepared for what sanctification will do? It will cost an intense narrowing of all our interest on earth and an immense broadening of our interest in God. A quote by Oswald Chambers Hello, hello everyone! What a beautiful morning it is right now where, um, where I am. blessed we are in having this creation of our Heavenly Father. Well, here I am and here you are in this podcast nest. I am Camilea and I am here to be a messenger of faith, hope, and love. This is part of Hashtag Camilea Speaks and Hashtag Scripture says that I share on my social media accounts. And I am truly blessed to have this platform, to have this voice, to have this opportunity to be able to speak truth and life to whoever comes across this podcast. As the scripture says from Proverbs chapter chapter 16 verse 24, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. So again, listener, welcome to this podcast nest. Welcome to the sixth episode. Yes, that's right. You are in episode number six. And we are still in the series, A Field Manual. But this episode today will be quite special because I will not just uh, share one devotion or read a devotion from heaven on earth daily devotion by chris ty green but at the same time i will get to share another devotion that is that that the scripture actually uh, comes from ephesians so um why is it uh, I want to share two devotions today or read to you two devotions today. Um, it is because um, as I have this moment of um, silence of this devotion to our Heavenly Father, um, these two devotions really speaks about of where I am right now, what's the journey, uh, ahead and uh, what is the mindset right where do I set my focus on uh, in this journey and uh, I tre- I did ask I did ask the Lord for uh, direction and um, the wisdom uh, on which path which path to take or what choices to make or what's next today in this uh, journey so uh, let's start let's start with um, uh, under our series so in this series we are getting um, the verse from Joshua chapter 
three, and it is entitled Prepared. Yes, let me say that again. Prepared. So Joshua chapter 3. The Israelites crossed the Jordan. Early the next morning, Joshua and all the Israelites left Akasha Grove and arrived at the banks of the Jordan River, where they camped before crossing. Three days later, the Israelite officers went through the camp, giving, giving these instructions to the people. When you see the Levitical priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, move out from your positions and follow them. Since you have never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about half a mile behind them, keeping a clear distance between you and the Ark. Make sure you don't come any closer. Then Joshua told the people, The people, purify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do great wonders among you. In the morning, Joshua said to the priest, Lift up the Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. And so they started out and went ahead of the people. The Lord told Joshua, Today I will begin to make you a great leader the eyes of all the Israelites. They will know that I am with you, just I was with Moses. Give this command to the priest who carry the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the banks of the Jordan River, take a few steps into the river and stop there. So Joshua told the Israelites, Come and listen to what the Lord your God says. Today you will know that the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, Hittites, Hevites, Perizzites, Gergashites, Amorites, and Jebusites ahead of you. Look, the Ark of the Covenant, which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across the Jordan River. Now, choose twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. The priest will carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth. As soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of water will be cut off upstream and the river will stand up like a wall. So the people left their camp to cross the Jordan and the priests who were carrying the ark of the covenant went ahead of them. It was the harvest season and the Jordan was overflowing its banks. But as soon as the feet of the priest who were carrying the ark touched the water at the river's edge, the water above that point began backing up a great distance away at a town called Adam, which is near Zar Zarethan. And the water below that point flowed onto the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. Then all the people crossed over near the town of Jericho. Meanwhile, the priests who were carrying the ark of the Lord's covenant covenant stood on dry ground in the middle of the riverbed as the people passed by. They waited there until the whole nation of Israel had crossed the Jordan on dry ground. So in this scripture from Joshua chapter 3, the highlighted verse is from Joshua chapter 3 verse 5. Purify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you 
inward, the people were about to cross the Jordan River, led by priests carrying the Ark of God. God had been in their midst before. The stories from the Exodus generation make that clear. Entry into the land would be one of those occasions when His presence was especially needed, but they needed to purify themselves for the encounter. That was before the crossing, and the process would continue at the camp on the other side. Before the approach to Jericho, God instructed this generation of men to be circumcised as the previous generation had been. He was setting them apart. Let me say that again. He was setting them apart for His purposes, identifying them as a distinct group of people to be devoted exclusively to Him. They were about to enter a season of wonders. Is purity necessary for victory? On the one hand, anything we receive from Him comes by grace, through faith and not of our own doing. On the other hand, God is taking territory for His kingdom and He wants to fill it with those who will reflect Him well and who will not squander the victory selfishly. He doesn't want His people to win territory and then turn it back over to the enemy through their own disobedience. So no, purity is not necessary to qualify for the victory. But yes, Purity is necessary to handle it. We are, after all, living with a God of wonders in our midst. Indeed, the message of grace is a beautiful and encouraging truth, but we can never let it become an excuse not to conform to the image of our God. And we can never expect grace to win our battles without our cooperation. Grace gives us not only the position of being accepted, but also the power to be transformed. Only those who understand that will be able to experience kingdom wonders consistently. God puts in places of victory these people who can handle it. And only those who are fully committed to Him, not perfect, but wholehearted, are ready. I want to share again the quote. Are we prepared for what sanctification will do? It will cost an intense narrowing of all all our interest on earth and an immense broadening of our interest in God. And now, I want to share to you the second devotion from Ephesians chapter 4 verses 1 to 13. Unity in the body. Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life 
worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourself together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and the Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. However, He has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. That is why the scripture says, or the scriptures say, when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might feel fill the entire universe with himself now these are the gifts christ gave to the church the apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors and teachers their responsibility is to equip god's people to do his work and build up the church the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. The highlighted verse from this scripture is from Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by God so the title of this devotion is worthy of your calling inward we love the fact that we are forgiven reborn blessed gifted and called we celebrate the status God has given us as his children and the mission he has given us as citizens of his kingdom we talk about how we could never live up to the standards of his holiness and don't deserve his mercy which by definition is why it's mercy and all that is true but there are implications to the blessings status calling, mission, and mercy we've been given. We need to live them out. And in order to do that, we as kingdom citizen citizens need to live in a way that reflects the nature of the king. Impossible? Not really. If it were a matter of human achievement, nothing we do would 
ever be enough. But as Paul describes his plea to live lives worthy of the calling, he mentions qualities like humility, gentleness, and patience. These aren't things to achieve. They are things to allow. We don't get them by striving for them. We get them when we cease striving for our own agendas and our expectations for other people. When we learn to rest in Christ, surrender to His purposes, and gaze at His nature, we begin to take on His character. We become like Him. The kingdom qualities grow in us as we release everything contrary to them. We don't grab hold of them. We let go of their opposites. Indeed, that's why it's impossible to live a life worthy of our calling. Most sin comes from our own desperate attempts to satisfy ourselves, make a name for ourselves, or pursue our own plans. The best, truest, most godly qualities grow organically within us when we stop feeding ourselves and start feeding others. Ironically, that's also the path to the satisfaction and fulfillment we once sought by self-directed means. Remember, when we let go, we gain. That's the way of the kingdom, and that's how we live up to the calling we've been given. The responsible person seeks to make his or her whole life a response to the question and call of God. A quote by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And that's it for this episode number six. So I shared to you two devotions from this devotional book by Chris Ty Green, Heaven on Earth. And as I have said, it's a bonus um, episode. Uh, there's a bonus in this episode because as um, we have been getting into the field manual series, but then I... Uh, had this additional devotion from Ephesians because as I have said okay I had to uh, take a pause from that so I I'm not sure where I ended or hmm but okay let me get back or perhaps I didn't say this yet but uh, yeah the highlighted verses or the highlight um, reflection that I have because in from these two devotions that I shared to you uh, from this um, devotional book which is from first we get uh, we went through the book of Joshua which is our series current series right now from a field, a field manual and then I have this bonus 
devotion from Ephesians. And what I can really highlight from our word today is, uh, first, I actually, um, this Ephesians 4, chap- uh, 4 chapter 1, this worthy of your calling, it really caught my attention. That's why I went through it, reflect on it, uh, read through it, reflect on it, and decided to uh, make a record of it and share it to you guys. And as I also journey in understanding His Word, in receiving His Word, and letting its seed plant into my heart. And I believe um, it's a great revelation in where I am right now, in not just in my personal life, but also in the platform, career platform, where God, uh, in this this career platform, uh, where God put me in. So for the worthy of your calling, it's really that part na, that it says the best, truest, most godly qualities grow organically within us when we stop feeding ourselves and start feeding others. When we let go, we gain. And then uh, here from Joshua, uh, entitled Prepared, it, um, my highlight here in, in this page is that quote by Oswald that it says, It will, um, this sanctification, this preparation of sanctification, this process of conforming to the image of God that to surrender into the transformation is it it's an intense that intensity of narrowing the focus in our own interests or or on the things of this world and it, it and and from there it starts this immense broadening broadening of our interest in God which is the eternal right where um, that is the true and genuine us to be conformed uh, in Christ that we have this commitment to him this connection with him this desire for him and in his likeness not in that perf- perfection but that wholehearted commitment in that transformation cooperation in in that participation in what he does through our lives here on earth and and it is really a great encouragement that God really reminds us ahead. Uh, we just need to be, be aware, be conscious, um, be be alert to what He says to us uh, in whatever we do every time of our lives, because uh, 
he always wants us to be in alignment with him to be closer to him to be near his heart and yeah i think that's it for today and um i think i'm i can i'm i'm not sure if i'm making sense with my personal reflections on these two devotions but it's something that i want to go through over and over again today and yeah perhaps this this is the reason of this podcast right to hear the word of god um his instructions his counsel over and over again so that it will you know um continue to renew my mind day by day as i go through the transformation and sanctification and also um uh to be worthy of his calling so that's it thank you thank you so much so um i hope to connect with you again to my next episode in my next episode so once again here i am and here you are thank you very much and god bless you